When I wake up in the morning, the alarm gets out of warning I don't think I'll ever make it on time By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by It's alright cause I'm saved by the bell Growing up, whenever I heard the Saved by the Bell theme song, I got scared. Come on, waking up late, missing the bus, pop, quiz, dog eating my homework... Okay, so like everyone else, I loved Zach and Kelly, but still, all these events scared me. It's back to school season for many of us, and all this nostalgia from the Tinseltown Singers rendition of the Saved by the Bell theme song is prompting me to ask you these important questions. Are you nervous about school starting? Are you moving into dorms for the first time? Do you have a roommate you don't know? Are you a new student or a transfer student? If you answered yes to any of these questions, stay tuned. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess and my dog ate all my homework last night. Right alone in my chair, she won't know that I'm there. If I can hand it in tomorrow, it will be alright. Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno and you are listening to Flip Switch the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. This podcast is about making a smooth transition to college life. While the tips are obviously applicable to college freshmen and transfer students, I do share life lessons on finding friends and happiness that anybody can use. Even if you're in junior high or high school, if you follow some of the advice in this podcast, you will feel more confident about starting school and finding friends. As a preview of what's to come, the three steps for a smooth transition to college life are First, start forming a relationship with your roommate, ASAP. Second, build community. And third and finally, make an actual calendar of events. First, start forming a relationship with your roommate as soon as possible. Ten years ago, the summer before you moved into a dorm, the only way you got to know your roommate, a stranger assigned to you by the university, was by calling him or her up. But now, with social media, you can do more than that. Ask your roommate to be a friend on Facebook. Look at his or her Facebook profile. Learn about his or her interests. What music, TV shows, movies, and hobbies do you both like? Does your roommate have a blog you can read? Are there things your roommate does that you know nothing about? For example, let's say your roommate plays lacrosse and you know nothing about it. Google it. Watch some lacrosse videos on YouTube. Then, tell your roomie you'll watch your first lacrosse game when he or she plays. Whether you're in high school, college, or whatever stage of life, it's always a good idea to take an interest in other people's interests. It shows people that you care about them. When you care about other people's interests while maintaining your own, you have more fun and make more friends. Whether or not you and your roommate end up becoming BFFs, best friends forever, you at least want to be friends, not strangers who share a room. When two people are different, this takes effort. Another big reason you should start contacting your roommate ASAP is so that you don't bring the same furniture. Coordinate what you bring. You don't need two microwaves or two refrigerators. This isn't Noah's Ark. 
Second, build community. Notice I did not say stumble upon community or let community find you. I said build community. Community is a group of people you can have fun with, people you trust, people who make the depressive bouts and the crying spells easier. In a community, you find someone who's willing to listen to you when you're at your worst. While there are cases where two random people paired by the university as roommates end up becoming best friends and each other's best men at their weddings, that's the exception, not the rule. It's more common in TV land, think how I met your mother, than it is in real life. If you want to be happy in life, you actually have to put effort into finding community. What is most important to you? Is it religious, cultural, or political values? In college, there are lots of religious and cultural organizations. There are also ample opportunities to get involved in various political causes. Chances are that your roommate is not into all of the same things you love, and that's cool. Your roommate may want to play Wii with you, but if you also want to do Japanese fan dancing, you have to get out of your dorm and join the Japanese organization at your school. I'll give an example from my life about finding community. I was a transfer student. My freshman year at my first university, I had instant chemistry with the people on my floor. Music was always playing, people were always dancing. At the time, the big thing was the cha-cha slide. When something good happened, we did the slide. When something bad happened, we did the slide. In the bathroom, this one girl down the hall would bring her boombox and play R. Kelly's Remix to Ignition on repeat, and we all showered to that song. But when I transferred to my second university, the people in my new dorm were totally different. I didn't know it at the time, but I moved into the dorm people on campus nicknamed the Boring Dorm. There was no dancing, they wanted silence. Since none of them were freshmen or transfers, they were not looking for friends. I had to look for community on my own. I looked up the university's list of extracurricular activities on their website. I joined one cultural group and the university's speech and debate team. From those organizations, I found some of my best friends that I still talk to every week. Third and finally, make a physical calendar of events. This calendar can be on your computer or in gadgets like smartphones and iPads, or it can be a calendar on your refrigerator or a planner. Wherever it is, make sure you see it daily. If you get your calendar skills down in junior high or high school, you're way ahead of the game. In college, you won't have parents reminding you to do things. You won't have your mom asking you if you started your 13-page paper due next week. You have to be responsible for yourself. Include more than deadlines for homework and tests on your calendar. Be sure to include appointments with therapists and psychiatrists, dates you need medications refilled by, mark rehearsals, games, tournaments, plays, and parties so you don't double book yourself. Let's say you have a competition thousands of miles away in Texas, or if you are a flip switch listener who lives in Texas, imagine this competition is in California. And the day you get back from this four-day trip, you have a paper due in your political science class. If you see both events, the paper and competition on your calendar, you can do one of two things. First option, you can ask for an extension in advance on the paper. Or, second option, if you have a choice, say no to competing 
because you know you have a lot to do. Either way, being in control of your time means less stress, and less stress means less depression. Having less stress in your life lessens the frequency and the severity of depressive bouts. If you struggle with major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder, to conclude, today we outlined three steps for a smooth transition to college life. They are, first, get to know your roommate, ASAP. Second, build community. Third, and finally, make a calendar of events. Flip Switch listeners, thank you for helping me kick off the new school year. Before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts or read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until next time, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch. It's all right,